0: This week in whiskey there well we are going to do the news
1: Justin so <laughs> the big story this week has to be blue spot and the return of blue spot uh, for anyone who doesn't know the spot whiskey range. this is green spot you get green spot blue spot now yellow spot and red spot and I'm going to show you something this is a hard-out life I have, but this is the press pack sent out, and when they sent it out, if I can open it, they sent out this, at which point I got on the on email and said, um, there's one missing, because here is, as you can see, the, the full family all together, missing one, but the day before the official launch, they arrived over with this one. So the family is reunited. Da-da. So I-, I haven't got around to tasting it. I know I know this is one of the most eagerly uh, anticipated whiskies recently, but I haven't got around to tasting them because I haven't really had time. It was my birthday last week, Justin.
0: Did you expect me to send you some whiskey or something like that there? <laughs> I haven't even got a card. So the back of- <laughs> but I don't I don't do birthdays not do because I'm very I'm very, very, very close to a big one, the big three oh.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, very close to it. Uh, you're getting it on the second way around, are you?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Blue spot the spots refer to the the dogs of paint. Mitchells, who were the, the, the blending house, the bonding house, used to put on it to indicate the age of it. Uh, it was. It's been fifty-six years since blue spot was last uh, recorded. Now, the, the cask it's a seven-year-old cask strength pot still whiskey. Uh, it's non-chill filtered, uh, and its ABV is going to change every every annually. Right. Of, of okay. It's bourbon, sherry, and Madeira cask, and it's 59.2%, and it was retailing for £80 a bottle. It sold out in literally minutes. Um, I think there's a lot of people who would have been buying it to, to flip it, as they talk about, so buying it for their collection or just to basically put it straight on in an auction. But it's been released. It's going to be part of their core range. It's going to sit alongside the other three and it was hashtag family re, Spot Family Reunited, I think it was. But uh, okay. it sold quick. Now, also this week, another cologne bottling, uh, an Imperial Oat Stout cask finish of their experimental series. It's, this is the penultimate one, so there's really one more to go. And again, sold out extremely quickly. So for a 500Cl bo- bottle, or 50Cl bottle, Eighty pounds.
0: It sold out literally in, in very little time at all. I think in a day. Uh, so, but but these aren't these aren't in, instances of them just releasing it just to make a fast buck. In this case, it's, it's not really that scenario.
1: No, it's not. What's happening is people are buying these because people want to collect Irish whiskey, and some people are buying them just to, to have it them to have them in their collection. But they've become really really Sought after. So it kind of feeds into the same thing. People are buying them to collect. Other people want to buy them to drink. So they know if I don't buy them, these guys are going to get them, stick them themselves somewhere. So they buy them. And it's this sort of cat and mouse a bit because people don't have to go to an auction site and pay twice the price for it. Right. And, you know, two months from now or a month from now. I mean, Waterford, who we're going to be talking to hopefully this week, um, they suffered. All their stuff was bought up really, really quickly and then found its way on the auction sites where one month after Waterford released one of their, their single farm bottlings, there was I think, 106 bottles for sale on an, one auction site. And it's like they weren't getting any more money for it. In fact, they're probably time to take postage and stuff and fees. It's probably going to cost them money. But that's what people are doing. But these sold out really quickly. I have hints here. On the 9th of November, ran their stills for the first time. Wow. Last, week, last week, we said about them christening their stills and putting whiskey in the stills. This week, they actually ran them. Now, I only make a little reference. On the day they ran the stills, I reviewed this whiskey. Hinch Peter. I really like this. Right? And you got your knuckles wrapped. <laughs> what happened was, when I review a whiskey, when I give it a number... It's only a sort of arbitrary number. It's an indication of how much I like it on that particular day. If I try it maybe another day, I can maybe melt them off or offer up or whatever. Now, when I judge a whiskey, I'm not judging it purely by the spirit. Because I don't think that's really fair. If I want to do that, just set up blind taste tests, do do mix them round and see which one you prefer, whatever. What I'm thinking of. Do I like the packaging? Do I like the bottling, the branding? Do I like the story behind it? Is it value for money? So it was compared. I gave that the same mark as I gave uh, Middleton's recent release. Now, I did cut, I did put a little caveat when I was talking about the mark. I said, jokingly, I'll give it an extra point because it's the birthday, okay? So it wouldn't have got the same mark the next day, you know? Right, 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 right. You can do what you like. It's your birthday. It was its birthday. It was Hinch's birthday, three days before mine. And they never even got a card off you either. I'll just know. (laughs) The thing about it is, that's £32 a bottle or £34 a bottle. The Middleton is £200 a bottle, the best part of it. Now, that's getting a plus point because of how cheap it is and how good it is. So that's a factor. The birthday was a factor. And all went up. So it's not just the liquid. If you just take the liquid, you're not really buying into the whole story of the of, of the bottling. So if you want to just judge liquids, that's fair enough. But I, I have to buy into the story. Otherwise, it's not really. It's not part. of it. It's you're not getting the full experience. That's that's how I, I judge whiskey. So I just hope we clear that up. So if anybody thinks, I think that's as good as Middleton. It's not as good as the Middleton, but for marks overall, it gets that.
0: Okay? I, I get the way you're marking. Yes. It's a positive marking scheme, not a negative marking scheme.
1: Well, I guess like if, if you read
0: or listen to the,
1: the one I did about uh, Grant's signature release or whatever it is, that, that's a negative mark. It's bloody awful. It's atrocious. But we, we, we'll not dwell on that. It's the worst possible. I ever Horrific. Horrific. But it's still got a point. For being cheap, so there you go. Anyway, okay. moving, on, moving on. Item number two on the news, Justin. We're going to Belfast and the Thompson's Dry Dock, which you and I both know very well. Yep. Now, an application at the pre-planning stage is to turn the cafe, restaurant, and pump house into a distillery and a tourist centre. Titanic Distilleries Limited, Distillers Limited, sorry, is linked to Peter Lavery who won £10 million on the lottery. Remember a few years ago? A lot of years ago.
0: I do. He's a big DeLorean fan as well.
1: Yeah, he's a bus driver from East Belfast, and uh, he won £10 Uh, He's behind the project. Uh, Sort of a little bit behind the project, if you like. Uh, It's being run by Norland Venture Capital, who also run a racing team. Uh, Now, it's in the old... Thompson's dried up. Pump House, which was opened as a cafe, unfortunately, it closed at the start of the, last year. But you and I have both been in. It's the place where Titanic was fitted out. Um, it's a fabulous space. Sitting down there, uh, it's going to add to that whole Queens Island area. So. Where Titanic Belfast is,
0: where well, you've H-M-S- got We Are Vertigo, HMS Caroline, the oldest, uh, the second oldest ship in the British Navy. Yep, that really, really good thing. Yeah.
1: So it's going to be, it's going to be really positive. Now, Peter Laverty had tried to open a distillery in A Wing of Crumlin Road Jail, and that project fell away. But he, he had already released this, so Titanic, five year old and a ten year old, and also. Oh dunny boy the pointer pointer. No I I bought that. I've never opened it because but it's a bit of, probably a bit of a collectible now because uh, well I haven't opened it, but the Titan, I've open that. these are quite rare. They're quite collectible now too. But uh, that project all fell away. So now he, he's moved down to um the Titanic home base, which could be very
0: good, Justin. Yes, c- certainly, certainly uh, will be good when uh, tourism gets back on its feet here as well. Uh, now, uh, t- Titanic whiskey is not the only news story you've you've got tonight, uh, but uh, a man who was he was around at the time of the Titanic, he was around for a long time. Next,
1: yes. Now I have to put this in Sotheby's, the auction house are auctioning off a painting by Sir Winston Churchill. Now it was painted in the 1930s and it's called Jug With Balls and it clearly shows one of his favourite pebbles, Johnny Wagger. Now on the listing it says Churchill had his first taste of whiskey in India where he wrote in the 1890s the water was not fit to drink. To make it palatable we had to add whiskey and by diligent effort I learned to like it. <laughs>
0: I know, he's, he's a bit of a character. He's a bit of a wit, wasn't he? Really, I,
1: his, his talents were endless. He he, uh, I, I recently, Shadow wrote a book, and she just fell in love with him because he was... Oh, I'll give you a story. She, I'd heard this before, but she was telling me about it. Uh, back in April uh, 1943, now this is a slap bang in the middle of the Second World War, you would have thought Churchill probably had more on his mind, but no, no. Churchill demanded that the the prime minister of Australia would send him over a duck-billed platypus,
0: <laughs> so that he could
1: put it <laughs> so that he could put it in London Zoo to boost morale. Now, <laughs> they had a law that said they weren't allowed. It's bit like pandas today that you weren't allowed to take platypuses outside Australia. So, uh, but he, he basically bullied them and he sent in one over. So uh, what was it, they called it a platy, platyplarium or something was he called it, I can't remember, but it was just hilarious. Uh, and they sent over uh, a duck-billed platypus and 50,000 worms to feed it.
0: Oh, <laughs> We actually have a eucalyptus tree up there to feed koalas. If anybody ever wants to send me a koala from Australia, is it Julia Gillard? Send me a koala or something like that. Always wanted a wee koala. I thought he was maybe going to do a Mount Batten and actually call the battleships cruisers so that he could put missiles in them. You know, that old routine, you know, say it was a, something completely different.
1: But I was sure he, he was the guy that named tanks. Whenever, Churchill was basically oversaw the project, he built tanks, and to disguise what they were, he told everybody they were water tanks, so that's where the name came from. But during the Second World War, this is another thing about it, during the Second World War there was grain shortages. So the, the, the government was going to shut down distilleries uh, and, and stop whiskey production. <laughs> Churchill, Churchill had a bit of a fit to do this. And he actually said, you can't shut them down because they're a big export and yeah. it takes a little- it takes a lot to take it so, so you see,
0: at that point, dude, no, a remarkable man. And uh, it's a bit like the off licenses were shut for the first two days of the lockdown and they had to reopen again. Uh, but anyway, anyway, we, we've got another, we've got a festive story before we get to the penultimate story before we get to Polo Cain's fantastic festive wet whiskey week. Yes, mate. If you are in the US
1: of A, and I know we have a few um, people who watch the show that live, live stateside, you can enter a competition to win a Jameson Christmas tree. Okay? It's eight foot six inches and is made of 130 bottles of Jameson. And there's only seven of these. And to win it, you have to enter a competition uh, where you have to write, I think it's 500 words or 200 words maybe on why you deserve to win this Christmas tree. Mike, just for your information, the bottles are empty, so, so it's not, not as good a prize as one would have hoped, but uh, yeah, so it's, it is quite a magnificent thing, I'm sure, um,
0: it looks the part, if you ever see it, now, Yes, it looks fantastic, it looks fantastic. It, it, it really, it really, it really does. It really does. So uh, before we get to Paul Cain, who's, uh, I, I don't know what he's, I don't know what he's doing. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to go to his work and close my mouth. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> he, he, he's actually making me sick. He's spinning around in the chair. I can see all of this off screen. Wait until he comes on. I, I I thought I thought it was in the starship and they're praise there. Listen, uh, we've got one more story and it's it's very very relevant to everything that's happening at the minute.
1: A hundred percent relevant. Now, anyone who's been following our local government and just how absolutely atrocious they have been all week, Um uh, just unbelievable, blindingly incompetent and really pathetic, but. Uh, an MLA from South Belfast, Matthew Toole, and um, was discussing and debating the licensing laws in Northern Ireland, and just how ridiculously archaic and stupid they are. He, I'll give you an example. He talked on air um, all about the wonderful distilleries and the brewing tradition and the distillery tradition, for, he mentions Dundalls and the Watts distillery up in Derry. Uh, currently some of these have tap rooms you know where you can go in and get a little sample of what what they do but the only way they're actually allowed those is if it's an extension of a local pub or they have a full pub license right yeah you can, you can make you can make bush whiskey but they have to have a pub license to sell it you know it's ridiculous absolutely ridiculous um, they, the, the pub will license license the, these small breweries and distilleries to have like a dozen functions a year. It's an extension of their pub license. Now, he's, he's talking about uh, new proposals proposed that if you do a tour, you're allowed a single drink at the end of it. Now, that's just ridiculous. Absolutely mind-blowingly Stupid. You know, this is a growth industry and they're penalising it. You and I have both led tours into Bush Mills where people have walked down in the shop and said, I'm not buying anything here because I can get it much cheaper at home. It's madness. Absolute madness. Now, the fact that he's highlighted this and campaigning on behalf of, of the hospitality and the, the whiskey and the beer
0: and, the, and but alcohol industry. He, he, he's a young fella. Maybe he's been out to San Francisco or travelled the world, but he, he, seems to, he seems to be saying the right things which other countries do. I mean, I think even some country in the Middle East has made alcohol legal. <laughs> We're the home of it and we can't even do it right. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, if you go somewhere, you expect
1: I'm at Bush Mills. I expect to be able to buy a bottle of Bush Mills for less than, a, for less than I can buy it in, in California, but that's not true. You know, the people come over. You and I have both led tours into Bushmills bush Mills for people to just went, Well, no, why would I buy it here? It's cheaper, cheaper back home. Yeah, which just madness. So, yeah, there should be the laws should be changed to reflect today's society. And, and good on them for bringing that up. So, ah, Justin,
0: that is this week's news. That's it all over. Uh, uh, and we'll get on to the good bit. The good bit. The good bit. Stand by. nothing can happen in the next half hour. He's getting the three second warning and here he comes. There he is. He's there. Jesus. He's live with us. <laughs> he screwed a beard in lockdown. The,
1: the, he said there's a good bit.
2: Where's the good bit? Is that me? Am I the good bit?
0: You 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 you're 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 the good bit.
2: You are My the Godson, good bit You're too kind. The two of you are too kind. And here. I'm loving those wee stories, Marty. They're just, you know, that see the snippets. The wee stories are just great. I you know, I know.
0: Yeah. I know. We've but, got
1: a couple of real crackers coming up. We've been interviewing, we've been many people doing interviews and stuff, and we've got a couple of real crackers coming up.
2: I was so, uh,
1: I was like the wee
2: bit there about well, obviously about the new uh, distillery. Well, the idea of the the pump house. Now, Peter Lavery uh, kindly invited me down to to have a look at the pump house um, mm. during lockdown, and obviously I said to him we'll just wait for we'll just wait for the right time but look, he's been plying the idea of uh, a whiskey distillery for going on 6 7 years you know so uh, the fact that you know he, you know he ran into trouble up at the, the jail and he and he now needs to look somewhere else um he's he's super excited and he and he's got the titanic brand he's got the danny uh, danny boy stuff but and He's actually released really recently. Little mini- miniatures, you might have seen them as well. Tiny wee uh, miniatures, uh, same black, the uh, black Titanic on them. And um, oh, do you know what? I hope that comes to fruition because we just want to see distilleries in Belfast. There's no doubt that we we want them. And the city's cried out for them. Um, and, and you know, that, a big thing for the festivals is yeah. having distilleries. You know what I mean? Okay. Having liquid, you know, flowing through the streets again of Belfast. That's very important, so...
0: Yeah, where,
1: I mean, that, again, it's another thing that's in a small location that you can easily get people to go to Titanic Belfast, walk what? down. Walk, walk, when they're even just walking down past, they see Caroline, they see the you know the cranes, you know down into the distillery, and that whole area. Just I mean, a few years ago it was a wasteland, and now you look at it, look at it.
2: You know, I know. It's super. I, I, do you know what I, I was actually down there today delivering um, for 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 Belfast for whiskey club I suppose that's slightly different but for Belfast whiskey Club for one of our tastings one of our uh, club members is on a boat he works on a on a boat constantly and he's always out at sea and he, he was actually docked uh, today so I drove down and gave him his samples but um it, you know it's, it's such a change scape over the last you know f- five six seven years it's changing constantly. Beautiful buildings going up, beautiful hotels even, you know, and and yeah, the visitor attractions, that HMS Car Line, uh, which is down there, the Titanic building itself, um, there is just so much potential and it will be nice to see a distillery, you know, sure, why not, but, you know, and, and hopefully we get one at the jail, hopefully we get another one in the city centre. You know, hopefully they come together because we've got all these ones. I mean, look at Hinge. I mean, look how beautiful that place looks. I cannot wait to walk into that place next week or whenever I, I get, whenever I can. And it's just I, looking amazing.
1: I got a look round at in, in the end of January. You know, it wasn't finished, and I got a look at the layout stuff that they were working away at it then And it's a fantastic space. You know, it is. It's really. When I was reviewing the Hinge during the week, I said that. Lots of distilleries, they, they're on a really tight budget to start with, and they, you know, they're trying to do everything piecemeal just because of the business model. But Terry has just lumped the money in to start with. You know, the money has been in to start with, so it's up and running on a big scale straight away. And you can tell. I mean, the branding and stuff's fantastic. You know, it looks really good. Oh, my God. You know, and do you know
2: what? I'm, I hope I'm not, like, a playboy, but when I talk about this, is quite specific. They have just run their, uh, you know, the cask scheme. And it went mm-hmm. public last week. And I'll be frank, we've had a couple um, over the last, you know, number of years, and you've just looked at them and gone, not worth the money, not worth, you know, putting money into for your own yeah. personal use. Mm-hmm. Well, we've had a couple in the last couple of weeks. Dingle put out a really good one. You know, we've now had, um, you know, Hinge putting out something which is really exciting, you know. Yeah. So I think, you know, they they are they're, they're doing some really good work. But I'm looking yeah. at the aesthetics of all these distilleries we have. Bushmills is gorgeous. Beautiful. Yeah. Hinch, stunning. Just like a, and a, what I think of a, like one of these beautiful Scottish distilleries, it mirrors that in some respects and then gives more. You've got Eklundville. I mean, Eklundville's very pretty. Wait until that house is available to live in, you know, for the weekend <laughs> so you can go and get drunk at the distillery. Unbelievable. <laughs> but even like, I mean, Copeland's, I know Copeland is very, very small. But it's stunning. I mean, if you go inside there,
1: Marty, it just looks the part. It, it, You know, it's lovely to see. I mean, even even uh, the Radaman Estate, I know they haven't their whiskey out yet, but, but it is, it's Sarah's birthday. It's really cool. But, I, mean, oh this state, I mean, it's just jaw-droppingly good.
2: You know, it's absolutely beautiful. 100% and again, as I'm saying, we have we have some of the prettiest distiller I mean, actual visually. So yeah, uh, D- David's done really well down there. That's absolutely yeah. brilliant.
1: No, it really is. Absolutely. We're actually small enough that you could actually go to these. You could go to two or three distilleries in a day. If you were in Belfast, you could literally go to three, four distilleries, no problem, and drive and do a circuit. You know, it's all there.
2: I hope your I hope your audience understands that. I hope your your audience because I know how much of a reach you're now getting. You know, people from all over the world listen to your program. I hope they understand if they were to come to Belfast specifically. There is there is a plethora of uh, you know, distilleries and locations they can go to to experience whiskey. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and yeah, obviously all the bars that we have, but, you know, and, but but generally those are the places that we can take them and, and have some fun with. You, you, you guys are really, like, um, so welcoming about, about Belfast Whiskey Week. You were just so welcome uh, I'm noticing that comment from Dave. but
0: <laughs> yeah, Well, I'm going to get. I'm going to get to that. He says, "Paul, the magician." I'm a magician. I'm a... I thought you were a dentist. But what? what, <laughs> what? No,
2: no, Hold on. The caveat here is, I'm not a dentist.
0: I own a dental practice. There is, we, we keep that. We keep that. Limit. You drive a Volvo. You look like a dentist. You're a dentist. <laughs> I, <laughs> <Volvo>? uh... <laughs> uh, well. Uh, um <laughs> Paul Magist, what's he got up his sleeve tonight? What do, you know what, what do you have up your sleeve do, tonight? You know, There's
2: plenty of things happening. There's plenty of things happening. Do you know what we did? Um, because the festival was so good, we had a lot of people talking about the festival. We had a lot of people commenting on lots of different things. And one of the things was it, it it gave people, because of the lockdown situation, because of the situation we were in at that point, it just gave people a bit of hope. It gave yeah. people a bit something to do. Yeah. And and I looked at that again, and I looked at the situation we're still in, thinking, eh, we're not moving quickly. We're not getting anywhere. And I really thought, learned. see you over Christmas. Big thing for me over Christmas. My, my mommy passed away a couple of years ago, right? But a big thing for, for, for Christmas for me was getting to see people. Not just that, but going and driving around. I would have driven hundreds of miles to go and see people over Christmas, driving here, there, and everywhere. I used to think to myself, that ain't happening this year. These yep. things are not happening. People are not going to be able to go and do that. They're also not going to be, and one of the things we're all going to miss probably, is going to the pub for that pint, going for that Christmas drink with your colleagues and your friends, doing all that. And I thought to myself, do you know what? There's a, there's a lull. There's going to definitely be a big period between Christmas and New Year where people are just going to be like, I don't know what to do with myself. You know? And I'm assuming, and I know there's a lot of bars in Belfast, even though they might be given the green light for next week, yeah. they're not going to be opening. So no. there's not, the, you know, we, 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 have, we have a lot of bars who have said, listen, you can tell us, you know, we can open, but we're not going to open because it's not going to make us, you know, any money. you know we're, we're, we're past that now. So I thought, let's create something. Let's create a little mini festival, a very, very small festival within that period. Get some boxes out to people, little festive touches, and allow people to enjoy themselves through that period. So I agreed to do 10 different, mini events and that would be you know small live sessions we've got a couple of comedians a couple of singers as well to make it you know you know let people tune in and have a bit of fun but it's actually just it will be eight tastings and those tastings are you know they'll be bespoke and um yeah and a lot of them include a lot of the stuff that we're talking about so it'll include new whiskies that have come out you know it's going to include the new Bushmills liquid it's going to include the new uh, Blue Spot. There's a new Red Breast that came out, uh, which is a 30-year-old Red Breast. There's lots of really high-end products in there, hopefully at a really competitive price. And what I mean by that is that they're all at cost price. So if people look at the boxes and they look at the, the, the measures that are in it, they'll go, well, that's cost price. I mean, if you were to total that up, that's what it is. In fact, there's a two or three of the boxes. are. You know, If you were to buy it in a bar maybe talking about a thousand odd pound in a bar and we're dropping that right down we're bringing that just to the price of the bottles um and and yeah there's a gin one in there as well because we know there's a lot of a lot of people are like oh i'm a a gin drinker and i was like well let's have a look at northern irish and uh, an irish gin and let's put that in there and then there's a rum box as well because there were a couple of guys who are like i suppose we've got rum being made locally but um, you know, so we've got the, the guys at Copeland, and we've got the guys at uh, Cologne doing some rum. And I thought, do you know what we'll put we'll put on a rum box also. Um but yeah, do you know what? it was and it is about still just giving people an out, giving people, you know, something to do and that's and that's what it's about. Don't you know what I mean, it's a beautiful community out there, Martin, you know this and you know, your 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 viewers are you know getting them involved in the festival was absolutely brilliant and we know that there's a community out there who will get involved and be online and, and want to do it i should caveat by saying uh, we put it out as a pre-order so i put the, the message out there to say to people here what about a pre you know what about pre-order and i would say 90 yep. percent of the, the boxes went on a pre-order they're not being sold yet until wednesday so don't wow wait. that's that's
0: that's impressive
2: yeah, they don't go for sale until Wednesday specific uh, for, because I just put it out there as a pre-order just to see what people's uh, thoughts were on the certain types of boxes. And yeah, I was just shocked by the response. The response was huge. And um, yeah, when, when it goes for physical sale, we will see what happens. But I think that I took a note of everyone's names and contacted people. And there was a lot of people still contacting me saying, here, is there any space for these boxes? I'm like, well... Maybe. I don't know. Hopefully. Hopefully, you know, there's space, you know.
1: Give us an example of one of the boxes, or a couple of the boxes, actually, because I know that they've all got different sort of themes. Yeah. So so us,
2: the, a... the, 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 the idea is that they are themed. I mean, there's, you know, we're looking at uh, one box is purely cash strength. So just purely cash strength skis, um And, you know, and I thought about that because there's, For me, there's a couple of us who have been for years we just keep on saying cash strength whiskey. You know, it's a it's a big it's a it's a hashtag that's managed to like go around social media constantly now. There's a campaign, Cash Strength Whiskey campaign. And it you know, that's what it was about. It was about making sure that only whiskeys that were cash Strength went in there. So they are big hitting whiskies, you know, big pricey whiskies that have come into a box to make it as reasonably priced as possible you know something that's attainable for people and particularly whiskies that they're not actually because they're getting they're sold out and people are flipping them and people are doing whatever with them i'm all about pouring them um and it's about buying them to pour them to get them drunk um so we've got the cash science box we've got a plus 12 year old which is every whiskey in there is over 12 years old uh we have uh well there's a there's a premium pack, and, and again, it's looking at those ones that maybe are very difficult to go and find. New releases, so we're, you know, we're aware there's a couple of new releases in there. Uh, Hinch, there's a new Hinch bottle in there, which isn't on your slideshow yet. But, uh, you know, so there's, there's different, you know, oh, thanks very much, Justin. Yeah, there's every box is on, you know, either the Facebook page or the Instagram page, and it will go through uh, every, you know, every individual um, bottling on in there. There's some bottles there that, that that say unknown, and that's because... And I've given wee hints as to what they're you know finished in or what the ages are, and that's because I want to have a bit of surprise a bit of secrecy about some of those bottles because, do you know what? We want to put things in there that people haven't tasted. We still want to be that, which was really good at the festival itself, was, it was a lot of new stuff, a lot of new product, and it was a lot of people getting the chance to taste things for the first time. There's a really... Yeah. Um, there's a, a the, One of the boxes is truly uh, crazy, which is a, a mystery box. And that is, people have been messaging me saying, what is, what's in it? And I'm like, well, it's a mystery box. <laughs> You're not going to find out till you get it. But what I would say, and I've given them titles, I've given them things like it's reindeer juice or something or whatever it is, right? But, you know, I'm having a wee bit of fun. What yeah. people need to be knowing about that is, I'm not going to give them crap. It's going to be good whiskey. It's just going to be, you know, you're unknown until you get it, until you get the box. And look, the boxes we're using, um, Marty, boxes, we, we got some review from the boxes we put out at the, the festival. These you're ones sure. we're using, yeah, these ones we're using are uh, the wooden, you know, the bespoke wooden boxes. So they come in bamboo wood boxes. Uh, they come with two glasses as well. You know, all the bottles are labelled um, the numbers twenty-four through to one. So you can start drinking on New Year's Eve uh, sorry, Christmas Eve and finish on New Year's Day. You know, so kind of reverse Christmas calendar. That's what I was looking at. I was like, I don't want to do a Christmas calendar, I want to do something a little bit different. So it's a reverse, you know, and you can do it in your own time or join because there's there are fifty mil samples you want to drink a little bit and then savour it for the for the tasting, do it. If you join the tasting, join the tasting. If you don't join the tasting, who cares? You've got a beautiful Christmas gift. So a lot of in fact I would say the gin box, the amount of people that have contacted I me mean, that gin box could could have gone two or three times, I, I reckon, because the amount of people have said, really want that. It's value for you very good value for money,
0: you know. Vic Cameron Vic sent yes, another Scott on the Irish whiskey show. That's where the word Irish comes from. <laughs> Thank
2: um, you. Vic, it's good to be here. Do you know what I, I just I, I feel privileged being on any show. And I do mean that. You know, I mean I, I feel I feel privileged. It was very kind of Martin uh, Marty and, and Justy to to, to, to to get me on. Have I lost them or have I lost my No,
0: you haven't lost them. i I control I was, it you haven't you're no. still here you're still here you're, you're still here. Feel,
2: there. Is there my is feel,
0: that my screen. Uh, the your your, your screen's just timed out at your end you're still live with us uh if anybody would like to ask you a question uh get in touch uh, people are amazed oh, yeah. there's uh we're in anymore. well into double figures watching at the minute uh our Vic's show last week four thousand people tuned in thank you well. Four thousand people tuned in last week and uh, seen him. I I don't know what happened there. He's, he's he's dropped he's dropped off Marty.
1: He's maybe resetting. Justin,
0: this is the problem with going live. Yeah, Whenever
1: we go live, we always have uh, that. And,
0: and, and I think it can happen. And he's not. You're you're now upside down. I'm back. I'm you're 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 back. You're, you're back. I don't know what happened to you there at all. I was,
2: I was just saying thank you very much to uh, to Vic. I was I was being really nice to Vic there, I was like, thank you very much, Vic, for being the best guy ever. And talk about me—is well, that better? I'm not. I'm no longer upside down.
0: You're not. No, you're no longer upside down. But every everybody at home thinks there's an earthquake because your computer's moving like that. There, you
2: see. Uh, here. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, um, yeah. Look, listen. Um, I'm just humbled by being invited on. I just think I think it's great, you know, to, to have these conversations because, you know, um. Discussion
1: about. Uh, like, whenever you've got someone like Rick watching the show, and he was on last week. Right. I mean, the, the wealth of knowledge that that man has is phenomenal, and. Um, I, I can totally vouch for his courses and the fact that he's actually watching I do I do sort of regret that it's someone with a Scottish accent and he has to rub it into his but you know Oh <laughs> uh, here
2: okay, listen that is good here Justin I don't know all of your figures but I'm assuming you, you know you guys have grown over the last couple of weeks I really love what you've done um, been sent, you know, you've know, you done the whole thing you've been sending out samples of some of the liquids you've been
1: talking about as well That's been absolutely brilliant Um well, one of one of the things we're trying to do, we're trying to get people to send out samples and we don't want brand ambassadors on while they're doing the tasting oh. because, because it's a bit too much teacher in the room. You know, everybody, you know, coming on and going, well, they and all they do is say, oh, this is wonderful, this is wonderful. Yeah. I want people to come around if they don't like it just to say they don't sure. like
2: it. Right, Marty, we had a, we had a, taste, on, um, we had a taste on Thursday night um, with, the, with the Bush Mills now the, the, the whiskey club itself um, purchases most, in the main will purchase its own whiskey. Uh, you know, it doesn't take freebies. It, it just doesn't normally do that. That's not something. So it was the same with Bushmills no freebies. We'll buy the Bushmills. And we, but we invited the ambassadors on to the call. We brought in Seamus Lowry, we brought in Lauren. Two of them are absolutely brilliant, but, you know, we made them drink other stuff. So it wasn't just. Yeah. Beer. So we made them drink, you know, some. Um, what did we have? With uh, some nineteen eighties Glen twelve year old, we had um, Ezra B twelve year old uh, Bourbon, and a twenty one year old uh, Longmorn, and in between that we had the new twelve year old Asian Bushmills, uh, the Marsala uh, release, and then yes. and then we had the two new Irish uh, versions of two thousand and eight and nineteen ninety five, and yeah, and it was just, it was just honest and raw. And I, yeah. you know, I don't think they I'm not sure if Seamus and Lauren were, knew what they were really coming into because we had about we must have about twenty five people on the call, you know, and tasting. Yeah. And, and you know, they were they were very, very vocal about the, the Bushmills liquid, you know, so it, but it was it was a good tasting. But I, no, I do appreciate what you're doing there, that is important. There's a lot yeah. of, there's a lot of good ambassadors out there. Martin, it's even good to have them on, even if you're not drinking a liquid, to come on and just talk about their stuff, you know what I mean?
1: The idea yeah. is we'll get them on, we'll let people come on, we'll do interviews and all that kind of stuff. But I don't want particularly them looking over the shoulder at people while they're doing the taste and, and telling blah, 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 So I only find that nice balance where people who are watching can partake. You know, they get we pick a number of people at, at random and send out bottle or samples. But we've got some Scotches. We've got a Scotch heading out last... We did an interview two weeks ago and... Uh, for a guy from River Rock, um, and I like what they're doing because they're trying to do it as environmentally friendly as possible and that kind of stuff. And to get that on, we'll get the something's heading out from there. Now, I know it's the Irish whiskey review, but you know yourself, with whiskey's it's a big global family. You know, people are coming for it. We're Irish people are going to the States and opening distilleries. There's people from the States coming over. There's Scottish head distillers, Graham down in, in Dingle, et cetera, et cetera. It's a big global family. Yes. So, you know, and it's a very small world, really. I mean, the fact, I was talking to Vic last week, and he said, oh, I'm coming to the Hinch down to do the thing, and, oh, Graham down there is maybe, we've lost one of the best distillers in Scotland. He's going to Dingle um, <laughs> from Glenmory. Yeah. And, yeah. You Know it's not a big family, everybody kind of knows everything. If you yeah. don't know something, there's probably somebody that you know does know, you know. No, you're, you're quite right. And here, the, the guys that well, first, first of all, Graham and, and
2: Dave down at Dingle are just unreal. You know what I mean, they're just some crack. Uh, that's mm-hmm. we, you do have some of, some of the um, the ambassadors we have, and, and yes, some of the, the blenders, the distillers we have, are very open, um, even to criticism. And what, what we've had in the past over the last five years. Whenever we do have someone coming from a distillery, is that they have to be told quite specifically? Um, hi, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Listen, all right,
0: Dave. Um, We're getting great questions Graham, in. Graham, Paul. Graham, Paul.
2: Graham, is not, Graham will not stand for that. Uh, but <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know, just to finish that bit off of it, the 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 guys who come on to our club tastings, they have to be aware that the people are honest. So yep. we've had some we've had some ambassadors that have taken like really low scores for the whiskies, you know. And here, just like you were saying at the start there about you know maybe someone having a wee, I don't know, you know, there's some there's some guys out there who write, you know, maybe a column, maybe a blog, maybe they write something and they'll score a whiskey based on their taste and their preferences and everything else. And some people will take umbrage with what they've written. It's a it's a completely different issue if you get twenty people in the room drinking a whiskey and they give you scores at the time, and you then have a collective score of 20-odd people, because, well, that puts it in yeah. perspective. That makes you think about your whiskey. So, you yeah. you know, and it, and, it, and it really does. And actually, I think the, the, the ambassadors that come on, they're only going to come on knowing, they have to come on knowing that that's what's going to happen, but they have to come on knowing that as well, to take the, the heartache, if there's heartache to be given, you know?
1: We yeah. I mean, yeah. I always want to find, especially especially for local distilleries. I mean, everyone has their inherent biases, you know. And I always want to see the positive because I know how much hard work goes into a lot of this stuff. I don't. And sometimes I don't think people appreciate that. But you know, there's whiskies you know where they start to cut corners, and you know this as well as I do. Mm-hmm. They're buying in cheap casks, and you know, and, and it's just to try and get the stuff out. I mean, I mean we can taste that. When they don't do that, when they're they're putting a bit of extra effort in, when they're, you know, investing the money and investing the time and doing the stuff right, you might not think the spirit's fabulous at the end of it, but you can appreciate what it is they're actually doing. And for me, you have to take that into account. You have to, because it's very easy to just say, don't like the whiskey, but what's the brand? You know, take the story, because... If you don't take the story of whiskey, so you may as well just go and drink vodka or something because you're missing out on a huge part, a huge part of whiskey. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, just, listen, we've got we've got questions in from Canada here, from Prince Edward Island, a regular viewer, Jody Burke says, "Hi, Paul. Now we've been through this before with you a couple of months ago. Uh, where are you from? Answer on a postcard: Scotland, originally Scotland. And how the hell did you get into whiskey at first? He married a woman from." Ireland, Northern Ireland. So there you go.
1: For <laughs> the passport,
2: Justin, Justin, Justin's answering very quickly on the postage stamp. Um, like, yeah, I'm originally from a place just outside of, uh, just outside of Lannark. So the closest town to me is Lannark. Uh, Interestingly in, interesting enough, for everyone around the world who doesn't know where Lanark is, it's the place where they killed uh, William Wallace's uh, wife and child. Uh, if you have watched the film Braveheart, there you go. Um, <laughs> that, that, that's, that.
0: I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at that, Nickel Bscat the people after me. But I just thought the way you put that was 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 very was very funny. Was and, uh, very funny.
2: I think I think getting the whiskey. I mean, look, I'd have been a pretentious person. I think I've mentioned this before. I'd have been one of those guys that just put their hands up and said, "Can I have that whiskey up there?" Which is, you know, maybe a 25 year old something. Can I drink it? Usually Macallan. Anything age Macallan, I would have been asking for it. You know, at a young age, you know, in, in bars and clubs, thinking I was absolutely brilliant. And uh, it's only, it's only to the death of my grandfather that I kind of have a different look on whiskey and a change on whiskey and I, and I start to understand that actually whiskey is a value. And once I realise whiskey is a value and it's a commodity as well, then I, then it changes my perception of the whiskey. And yeah, lots of things stem from that. You know, it's a, it's about tasting whiskies. Um, and then I start collecting whiskies and then we move on to running a, a whiskey club, which is phenomenal. In so far as that, you know, you, you just get to drink so much whiskey sensibly, you know, without getting absolutely rat ass. And that's the difference, isn't it? You know, I, I, I now drink whiskey to taste it, to understand it, to feel it, to be emotionally attached to it, rather than to drink it, to think I'm some sort of smart ass that can, you know, afford it. And also... You know, get drunk on it.
0: That's... Talk, talking of talking of smart arses, Michael Matthews said, "Did that not happen in Trim?"
2: <laughs> right, good on you, Michael. Good on you. Yes,
0: I, 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 I've been to Trim Castle. It, 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 uh, it, it was it, not it, a Trim. It was definitely a Lanark. I don't no, know. no, no, no. That, that's that's where it doubled for Lanark. That 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 in the movie it was it was shot in oh, Trim. Was it? it was shot in Trim. It wasn't really Scotland. You didn't know the difference, but. Well,
2: Hold on. I all I know is that the man has you know, What's he called? Him Mel Gibson. That's the worst accent I've ever heard. On you know, I mean some some there's some guys that put in really bad Scottish accents, but that was really bad.
0: What wasn't Wasn't there one in the in the paper this week? An Irish accent. It was. Uh, who who was getting slagged off for their Irish accent, Marty? Can you remember?
1: I've seen it, Justin. But for me, far and away Tom Cruise's Irish accent takes the basket. A, there hasn't been a worse Irish accent ever. I mean, even people from Cork don't have as bad an Irish accent as as Tom Cruise. Have.
0: Well, well, Jory Burke was asking there because his family's originally from Kirk Alde Kirk- so Kirk- you go-
2: It's Kirkcaldy.
0: Uh, well, oh. I'm not saying it right. Uh, Kirk- Kirkcudbright. Over- no. It's it's Kirkaldy.
2: No, Kirkcaldy oh. is uh, over on the east coast, uh, yeah. up above Are Edinburgh, uh, above Edinburgh, and it's in uh, a wee, uh, it's in the uh, kingdom of uh, Fife.
0: Uh, it's a Fife. Eh? Oh, I've been to yeah. Fife. I've I've been to Fife, but there you totally go.
2: Totally different dialect, eh? Totally different. They talk with ease out there, and I don't talk like that. That's how they talk in Fife. Yes, yeah. accent. Just
0: saying. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't I don't know why. You, you, if if there was an equal opportunities commission, you could go to it with the slagging you're getting tonight. Uh,
2: let's take one. Let's
0: j- take take a slagging the time. It makes no difference. J- Jamie Do- Jamie Dornan. He's from Dine. Aye,
2: his accent. Jesus God, love him. He has. He, you know, he's from. He, he's from the north, and yet he has put in some accents, hasn't he? You know, he's he's an American accent. Do you know who I was listening to? The you know, just the last couple of days, Your boys on the golf, Rory, Marco, Roy, and um, Justin. What's um, what's his last name? Anyway, Rhodes. Rhodes is, it? Or is it? Their accents were awful. Like they're just they've lost they've lost touch.
1: You mean Grimley? no? No.
2: Green McDowell. McDowell's is even worse. Green McDowell, you'd he, think he was based in, you know, I think he was from Hollywood.
0: You know? <laughs> hey, no, Rory McElroy is from Hollywood, but Hollywood County died. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, Listen, this is turning into a golf show. I'm going to have know. to switch off. I hate golf.
1: <laughs> Paul, I'm going to have to ask you a question. The Me and Justin have asked it numerous times. Yes. Whiskey neat or whiskey cocktails? Do you Would you take. Justin's approach and have a sparkler, we umbrella, you know, wee, the cherries and a, maybe an olive or something. You know, would you ever drink something like that? And if you were, what 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 cocktail would you drink?
2: Do you know what, Justin? I I, I, I appreciate a good cocktail. So I'm going to say, like I do. But, He's with but, me. But, but but I'd start with whiskey and eat all day long. So I'd start with a whiskey and eat. And do you know what? See, by the end of the night, I would be on cocktails. I have no issues with cocktails at all. So if I'm going out and I'm having a wee drink in the bars and the clubs or whatever, 100% on the cocktails. And yeah, penicillin. So I'd take a penicillin. I would take, um, you know, a lot of the old, the, the kind of old stuff, the so old fashions, anything like that, you know. But I would say I've now moved on to using the using whiskey in cocktails that I make myself. So I go into the likes of the cloth here. Now, obviously, during shutdown, I've not really been able to do that. But I, I I've had a lovely relationship since they've reopened. I'd walk in and say, just make me a cocktail. Put something in it. Go ahead. So if I'm having a non alcoholic cocktail, I just say, No alcohol, give me something special. And then I say, put whiskey in it and give me something with whiskey. So no,
1: I like Justin, I like a good cocktail. Bert, Bert, <laughs> Bert I can see Bertie's Bert, face, I can see When's the club year opening these thinking?
0: When is the club there opening? No, it's Bert's Bar. Bar's my favourite actually, but but <laughs> but but here here we go. I don't even like jazz, but I do like there. J- John Halton, who is probably from Australia, he, I know says, John. he says he says he says do an Australian accent for us. John- show Show Gibson, you can switch it up. Yeah, now- John,
2: John's a good lad. John is a good lad. So John um, John actually got involved with the, the the whiskey festival. There you go. So look, we, we reached fifteen countries around the world with the whiskey festival. Fifteen countries. That was a lot of countries. we were, we were in uh, Singapore. Australia, uh, Argentina, Mexico, Canada, USA, lots of states in the USA, and then parts of Europe. Do you know what I mean? Uh, uh, so he's asking for. <laughs> he's asking for. Another, oh, oh, Mike. Uh, put the put the prawn on the barbie. It's not a shrimp. It's <laughs> a, put the prawn on the barbie. You know what I mean? So yeah. And, um, <laughs> Australia could be Australian all day long. That'd be dead on. I could
1: I could live there. Crocodile in the room there. I've had a look right in case he had a big knife. Uh no he would appreciate that
0: We'll, well, listen, we've only got about 10 minutes left. We oh. want to run through where they can sign up for Belfast uh, yeah. Festive Westy Week. But Marty and me, I've got a surprise to tell you, because we're actually number 15 in Colombia for downloads. So we, we're we're in more than 15 countries. We're we're number 15 in Colombia. No, we've got that. Oh. Honestly, we're, we're number 15 of all food and drink blogs in Colombia in of all places. Mm-hmm. And, and I... I
2: you know what? See if we can get. Do you know what? I'll check if, if we can get whiskey to Colombia. We will do that. There's no doubt about it. If we can get the if we can get the parcels out to Colombia, we sh- we shall do that. Do you mean? Um, first, Pablo. We can get them out. No bother. <laughs> no, no, no bother. Don't. We've got. Um, <laughs> i I'm, I'm reading some of that Mark Kerr. Jesus God, love you. Uh, oh, not, not nice at all. Not nice. Um, look, the, 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 the website will be the same, so it's still uh, Belfast Whiskey Week. Um, that that website is still live. It goes for sale. All those boxes will go on sale Wednesday, I believe, and I'll put that out on the Facebook and the Instagram pages, and people can sign up to the, to, to and pay for their boxes at that point. Um, I expect those, and the delivery for those boxes, are between the first and the 8th of December. So they'll be out nice and early, particularly if you're going to give them as presents to someone else, they're out well before Christmas, and you can, you know, you can do what you like with them. But the, they'll only go on sale for a couple of days. They'll go on sale on the Wednesday, and I believe the, the, they stop again on the Monday. So you've only got a couple of days to, to actually purchase them. We're going to make it very short-lived. Um, and as I say, there was a demand, and the people that signed up with pre-orders, they'll get notification uh, beforehand, but you guys are getting, the, I suppose, the exclusive. They go on sale on Wednesday, you know. People can, people can buy into that. But look, it's a bit of fun, and it's and it and it, it's not taking the hand of people. That's very important. We're not taking the hand. We're making sure it's accessible. We want people to enjoy it. We know that there's there, there's no profit being made on these things. It is literally just making it happen for the community and the wider community. I do have some other cool things that are in the pipeline. I don't know Marty if I'd been talking to you about them, but they're fun, really fun things. At the moment. If you're, if you're the table- yeah, so at the moment you've got some you've got some really um exciting communities building up on, on social media just now. So you've got like a friend of Middleton, you've maybe got like and for Scotland you've got Friends of Brook uh, now you've got here you've got the Cologne cult, sounds a little bit, you know uh, dangerous. But you've got <laughs> these online communities that are building support. You know, you've got the I think you've got a similar one for Dingo as well. You've got all these he's he's shown off. Stop showing off, Justin.
0: Uh he's off. <laughs> no, no you, you you could you couldn't believe where we have communities I've got to show you this. This is gonna you, you, your screen may go off, but you're still here. What do you see? This we, we are in the uh, United Caribbean. States, Belgium, <laughs> we'll Japan, Colombia, Canada, yeah, Columbia, and the Philippines. And the Philippines. Philippines even. Yeah, yeah. what about Bel- Belgium But Be- yeah, there's there's a couple That's of pretty impressive. watching. You rid of me again?
2: <laughs> oh please tell me you've not got rid of me.
0: No, no, I haven't oh, got ready. You're oh, still here. Can you hear us? log back in again. Can you hear us? Can you hear you us? Me off? No, I haven't turned you off. You're going to have to log back in again. I'm Look here. up. Uh, you're here. Are you there? Yeah? Bring me back. You're still there. You're still there. You're My still man. there. You're you're still there. You're still there. Come back. Suck him back in the internet. So, he, so, he
1: just can't hear us. He just can't hear us. So
0: are we broadcasting to Belgium and Australia
1: and where else?
0: We're Belgium, Australia, the Philippines, you name it, we're we're there. You're back again. I don't know what you did to me. I, I didn't do anything to you. Are, are you. are you watching us at the same time as you're 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 on with us? I don't know I what don't it is.
2: Think, I don't know, I don't know, because it's it's on my iPad, so I'm not sure. Anyway, where was that? Listen, that here you've got Bel was the, 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 the crack you're having from Belgium. Brilliant, absolutely. Do you know what? <laughs> Funnily enough, you know, a mass amount of whiskey is drunk. Irish whiskey is drunk in France, I didn't know this, That you know, the, the French were one of the biggest consumers of Irish whiskey in the world, and yet, you know, it's it's one of the places we didn't, I don't think we sent anything to France, but, you know, uh, I'd like to know what whiskey they're drinking in France, what Irish whiskey is, but um, all around Europe, we had orders from, yeah, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, um, you know, yeah, Germany, you know, loads, loads from Germany, Lots, lots of different orders from Germany. But, um, yeah, anyway, sorry, I was talking about some plans that we have. Um, So, look, I started a wee wee side project, uh, which is called uh, Dramdex. And Dramdex is a a company which is designed to um, make playing cards initially. So it's making playing cards. So some of these little online communities will have their own decks of playing Mm -hmm. cards. So Cologne Cult have theirs. They go live next week. People can, um, if they're a part of the clone cult, they can purchase a bespoke deck of cards, which is all about clone for them to go and play with. But we also have, and there's a Bushmills set coming out. There's also a Friend of Middleton set coming out. Lots of different sets. But we also have, uh, do you remember Top Trumps? Oh yes. So we have, I've I've been in design process for months now, uh, designing Top Trumps. So there's a series of cards coming out over the next couple of months. Which, uh, which there's a Scottish series, an Irish series, a Japanese series. There's a worldwide edition, and there's a rare and old edition, and um, and yeah, they're are trump cards, but they're also collectible cards. So there's lots of these cards that are only limited runs, very limited prints, but they're supposed to be fun, fun for us adults to have a bit of crack, you know, collect the cards that we collect the whiskeys from, and uh, and share them, you know, because the you know there's so many cards within the collections. That um, you know, you can you won't get them all in one pack. You have to go and buy little booster packs, or you have to share you know swap with your friends for your favorite card. But yeah, a bit of crack, you know, a bit of fun. Um, and it's you know something that a lot of people when I put the feelers out have just been like, you know what, we just need this. It's a, it's a bit of fun right now. Um, and they, you know, they they'll start to be showing on on social media in the next couple of months. You'll see that. I'm just I'm just
1: thinking of uh Brendan down in Cologne. You know. You know, you know the suicide kings that they are. You know the ones with the sword through their head. yes uh, The the Cologne one not being the Irish Whiskey Association. You know, everyone. <laughs> I right,
2: well everyone was saying, sure, who's the Joker? Who's the Joker from um you know from Cologne? Who'd be the Joker? You know, but actually the, the bespoke cards are being they're actually really quite smart. The Cologne ones, and they're on the face card. They are fifty two individual pictures of Cologne and you know something to do with Cologne. So it's it's uh they've been they've been well designed. But um, the top Trumps ones I've actually used as, a, as an artist uh, based in, in Belfast. We've used to manipulate the, the, the images of bottles uh, to make you know to make them look really funky and really collectible as a, as a piece of art, you know itself. But um, and, and I suppose the other thing, Marty, and uh, you know we, we we only put out for this, and that's only I suppose it's only within the community. This is an Irish whiskey community, um, you, you know idea. But we've we've already got about I think it's about thirty people now signed up to this, which is uh I, I, Do you remember during the the festival week I did an experimental cask? Uh, yeah. I used Buckfast and Iron Brew and W K D and rum and stuff. You know, I was messing about, I was having a bit of crack. But that had, that took that took on a whole new life. People were asking me, oh, "Where did you get the wee cask and how did you do it and, and why?" You know, I was like, "Well, you know, it was pretty simple. They're not that overly expensive. You know, you you get them. We brought them in from." Um, they were Hungarian, so they're Hungarian uh, virgin, oak, you know, virgin oak, um two liters, and so the guys that we sourced that with um, Whiskey Craft, i.e., a guy called John uh, John Daly. Um, I also then have the relationship with them to to bring in two liter Hungarians and five liter Hungarians and French oak as well, and so we now have the we have a, we have a group of people now who are going to be taking on these little casks and using new make spirit from Irish distilleries. Um, Lots of different types of new make, so pot stills or peated whiskies or stuff, you know, and doing some, you know, some home, you know, experimentation so we can share it amongst the community.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I I take my hat off to what you've done with, you know, the whole Belfast Whiskey Club and festival and all that kind of stuff. And and I just just want to put a a, a wee shout out as well to the friend of Ham and and Molly Jack on that because... Mm -hmm. It was in the news recently, obviously, that the Duke of York um, has basically closed. Yep. And he's laid off ah. staff. Now, knowing Willie Jack, that wasn't a decision he would have took lightly. No. Uh, I mean, he he has a staff that worked for him for a very, very long time because he treats them extremely well, which kind of goes to show you just how poor the, 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 the hospitality sector is in Northern Ireland at the minute. Yeah. And, yes. I mean, it's just... Horrific, horrific. Do you, know, do you know what? We've
2: got We've got major partners now with the, the festival, but, you know, and I do mean that when I say major partners, you know, we do have, you know, yeah. like Sir Hastings Hotel, our, our, our backer of, of, of the festival, they, they see it as having longevity and something which is important to, you know, Belfast as a, as a you know, as a city. That's important. Yeah. However, you know, the, the friend at hand, um, you know, and, and obviously the of York, but, that grouping and yes, Willie Jack and Paul O'Hare who have been instrumental in supporting the festival for the, for the previous two years and, and now going